Welcome to Friarside Chats. I'm your host, Emma Miller, and I am here with Father Mike on this wonderful day, and we are going to talk about exams Woo-hoo! being tested. All right. Doesn't yeah. get any better than that. Exam time. Very, very Always exciting. Always fun. <laughs> Do you remember what exam time was like for oh you my in gosh. seminary? Um, you know, actually, um, my exams uh, throughout my uh, academic career, well, I'll just say, you know, for, through college and post-grad experience was, um, was you know, it was always, I thought, pretty good, except I have one, probably my worst exam story was um, I was getting my, um, my theology degree um, in Italy, and all of our classes were in Italian, and all of the exams were oral. And so, I, I mean, I it was just learning. It was my first semester. I was just learning. <laughs> I mean, really, no. learning on the fly. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And the, um, you know, I, I... And you're talking, like, deep theological exactly, things in exactly, Italian. Exactly. So you don't know. I barely understood. So the, the <laughs> professor, this it was a course in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And uh, the professor gave out his, you know syllabus at the beginning of the of the semester and he had these 14 um theses that mm-hmm. we were going to cover over the course of the uh, of the semester and barely understanding what was going on in class i crushed research on these 14 topics nice. all semester i mean i mean just killed myself so that i you know was prepared right so I, I for, go for the exam. I'm the first one in the class for the exam, right? And everyone's standing outside. We all had times aside, assigned. I go in, I sit down, and of course we're talking in Italian, me and my pigeon Italian. But so he says, "Okay, what have you prepared?" And I, um, I said, "Well, Father I said I, I, I prepared them all." And he looks at me like, "What? You prepared them all? What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, no, I, I didn't want to pick one. I felt like I was pretty good in in all 14 of the the things." And he says. No, what did you prepare? And and now I'm starting to think, wait a minute, am I misunderstanding something in the Italian here or whatever? And then he looks at me and he says, where's your Bible? And I said, I- I'm sorry. He said, how can you come to a scripture exam without your Bible? And that part, I'm, I know now I'm done. I'm done, right? So then being a wise guy, well, I, I say he was a wise guy. Actually, I said he was other things at the time, but he slides his Bible over to me. It's in Greek, right? Oh, his, no. His Greek text of, of the Gospels. I said, Father, would you mind if I just ran up to, you know, outside and grabbed a Bible uh-huh. <laughs> real quick? He said, I think you better. Well, then I came back in. Uh, one of the uh, the tazy, you know, that they called one of the themes that was on these 14 were the infancy narratives in Luke's gospel. Mm-hmm. So I open up to the infancy narratives of Luke's gospel. And I, what I was supposed to do, which I didn't realize for this exam, was prepare some sort of exegesis on, on a particular passage. I didn't, I must have missed that somewhere. So I start babbling along about the things I had learned. But yeah, it was so bad, so bad. And I was convinced I was going to fail this course. And he, oh, isn't my that terrible? Gosh, that's a horror story. It's, it's, it was awful. I was I was sweating like like a <gasps> army mule. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. N- never heard that turn yeah, of phrase. Terrible. But <laughs> I was sweating great. a lot. But here's great. They they graded out on one to ten. Ten was being the highest. He gave me a nine. I think it was a mercy nine. Yeah. You know? Oh wow. Worst exam story ever. Oh my, that's that's isn't pretty that awful? Terrible. Yeah. yeah. 
okay, I have had no exam experiences like that. that. No, that's, that's, but I have had dreams about that type of stuff. Well, except you prepared the whole year long, but I've had dreams where it comes to the end of the semester and I realized I was in a class like forgot about and I have to go take the exam. That's, that's a nightmare. Wake up sweating too, like an army mule apparently. Or for my comprehensive exams in theology, there was a three professor panel that we had to sit down for. And I got one of the worst, I mean, one of the best professors on my panel, but he was the, he was a buster, just the, just this guy that would just, you know, stick it to you every (laughs) moment he got. Right. So, you know, everybody's comparing notes on, you know, the, who you got on your panel. And I'm thinking, how how does this happen to me? Right. Mm -hmm. I get this guy, right. Of all days, and he was a stickler in so many ways, he was late for my defense. He was late, like 10 (laughs) minutes. The other two professors are sitting there waiting. It's getting embarrassing. So when he comes in late, he's all sheepish that... That so he, he wasn't was a, a he stickler. Was great. Oh, nice. Was great. Oh, I was like, Yay. Yes. <laughs> and there's your best exam story. <laughs> <right. laughs> You're all worried it's going to go right. terrible. That's and right. then the one day he's like, that'd be like you showing up late. I know. That no, it never happens. Never. It has happened. I think it has happened one time since I've been employed by you and we were all worried about you. <laughs> He was late for a meeting, and we we're like, "Oh my gosh, what could what be happened? happening to Father Mike?" I know. <laughs> but exams, though, I think yeah. um, they conjure in us all those stories, and whether they're real or imagined, the anxiety level just gets ratcheted up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's a stressful time on this campus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that, but I also remember enjoying that. Like, I didn't have to go to classes. All I had to do was focus on these like couple exams and couple papers. It was nice to like pour yourself so focused focusedly I don't know if that's a word <laughs> most focusedly <laughs> most focusedly <laughs> into into these few things instead of spreading yourself kind of thin which I think happens during the semester although I also find that it, it was a time of distilled knowledge you mm-hmm. know like like uh, piecing it know, all together absolutely mm-hmm. kind of just really really being dialed in and I you know I think they would say good exams are good learning moments Mm -hmm. that you should learn something from taking an exam Um, that's what good hopefully good educators do that they create exams where where students learn while they're taking the exam and so Mm -hmm. I um, I did enjoy that where you know it was so much of an immersion yeah which I thought was a plus Mm -hmm. did you ever find it difficult to combat the um like sometimes there can be this desire in some of your classes to just like learn enough for each test as they come and not really like learning for the grade and for for the exam and not for the comprehensive experience. I, I think I did that in high school. I mm-hmm. think um, I had sort of a turnaround moment in college where I began to, it struck me that what I was studying was going to be things that I needed to know mm-hmm. for my life, mm-hmm. you know. And and so I think I, I, I was, you know, probably early in my college career where I, I switched over to say, I can't just learn this for the test. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, certainly there were some times I was studying things where I said, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'm not going to use a whole lot of this. But, you know, hopefully, I think for the most part, I, I kind of moved away from that. I, I would hope college is, is that experience for most people. Yeah, I think it, it hits people at different points in their college years. Right. Um, but I, I also... <sighs> I'm going to talk about sometimes tests can feel like this thing that we just have to endure to get to like the freedom afterwards, especially during like finals. 
um, get to the freedom of the summer or freedom of winter break or whatever. And um, I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on how we can kind of flip the switch on that a little bit? And certainly we're not going to make tests enjoyable, probably, but um, yeah, a, a fuller experience that we better appreciate and um, well, yeah, I think I agree. I, I mean, I do think there's something nice about um, the looking forward to that freeing feeling after your last <laughs> exam. And so enjoy that. You yes. know, I, I think that, I think that's fine on a certain level. At the same time, you know, I, I do think if all we ever do is create anxiety around exams, mm-hmm. then we're missing um, maybe the goodness of what the other sort of exam moments of life, the tests and, and mm-hmm. say, Hey, I, I, w- I want to know what I'm, you know, what I'm capable of, of doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to test myself more regularly, you know, to see, can I, can I achieve that? And I, I look at it this way, you know, there's such a emphasis on fitness uh, these days in a mm-hmm. wonderful way, you know, and people take themselves to the gym and say, I'm going to, I'm going to put, you know, five more pounds on the, uh, barbell today, you know, or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to stretch my limit a little bit. I think that's what exams hopefully really do. So I think if we can see the smaller exam moments throughout our regular everyday experience, mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm really tempted to just go off on my friend who is mm-hmm. so annoying because she always does X and that so annoys me. The test today is, can I let that go and not see her that way or not see that one little annoying thing, but rather see something. I mean, there's a small test, a small exam moment right there. Can I sort of pass that? So I think if we can see life's questions maybe a little bit more regularly. That's really interesting. And those are probably some of the more significant for for our life um, and certainly our relationship with God, those tiny exam moments that you don't think of, you do not prepare for them like you prepare for your like right. school finals. But yeah, those exams of how, how are you going to treat this person in this situation and how are you going to like approach this relationship? And okay. celebrate the victory as much as you do at the end of yes. exam week when you say free at last, free at last. <laughs> I did not get angry at Father Mike this week. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's irritable. <laughs> X, 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 X. Yeah, well, um, so I, I really like thinking about this um, being tested in the everyday kind of moments. And, of course, you talking about temptation makes me think of Jesus being tested um, by the devil in, in the desert. That sure. Was, um, but I also think, you know, beyond just his being tested by the desert, I think on an everyday level, he's mm. he's you know, fully human, fully divine, mm-hmm. right? And so in his public ministry, he has this sense of what his, what the Father is calling him to, and he's got this band of disciples around him that sort of get it on good days and badly miss the mark on bad days, <laughs> right? And so imagine the tests, the temptations, the exam moments for him mm-hmm. multiple times throughout his public ministry to not get defeated, to not be overwhelmed by the enormity of his mission, Mm -hmm. by not getting too caught up in what the, you know, what is his believers and his disciples couldn't grasp, Mm -hmm. but celebrating what they could. You know, I mean, there, Mm -hmm. there are so many moments in Jesus's life where he's 
got a challenge before him. How's he going to respond? And we're here today reflecting on it because he, you know, he aced it. You know, he just, he did it so well. He continued. And, you know, and a lot of times, you know, so much of exams today, or maybe not, you know, tests that are taken one-on-one or whatever, but a lot of our grades a lot of times are impacted by other people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. we have group projects and that type of thing. And sometimes you're in the group and you're saying, I'm carrying this thing, or he's such a liability. He never brings anything to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to believe Jesus had similar types of moments. And in those moments, he was able to call forth even, you know, some small little thing that someone could bring to the table that was their gift, Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't as good as maybe what someone else brought. So even in those temptations or in those tests, I think Jesus found ways to excel and encourages us to do the same. Mm. Yeah. I've, um, I, I, I've kind of learned over the years that, um, you know, my patience for a certain people in my life kind of waxes and wanes and that's like that's that's a test for me that I have I have actually looked to the example of Jesus and how patient he is with his with his disciples um it's really impacted my life I yeah um he's so patient because they don't get it for like his whole ministry even up until like you know he's going into Jerusalem for the for for the big finale and they still don't understand yeah they don't understand but I think you know he caught glimmers of them getting yeah getting pieces getting dribs Mm -hmm. and drabs absolutely and and that made a difference he's still so lovingly patient and like yeah so you're right I like looking to those moments I guess I didn't think of them as tests before but because it's a test for us as humans it had to have been a test for him as well never never deny the the Mm. extent of Jesus humanity and Mm -hmm. the extent to which it called forth um, all of his gifts to be able to excel, mm-hmm. to get an A. Yeah. Um, well, you know, another important component that I feel like we, we have to talk about when we talk about being tested and exams is um, how much our, at least I felt like this as a student, but how much our self-worth gets wrapped up in our performance. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about, especially even, even in the like life test moments, you know, living up to the standard and even that can be when we don't do it, it can be really disheartening and discouraging and just so easy to get down on yourself. So true. I I mean, I think appreciating that those, um, those self worth, uh, dynamics are not just in exams, but as you just said they're kind of throughout all of life Mm -hmm. appreciating that I think is the key from the start and so at the beginning of a of an exam you know to even hear yourself say to say to yourself you know how I perform on this test is not the true measure of who I am Mm -hmm. my worth is that I've been created in the image and likeness of God period end of end of report card Mm -hmm. you know there there it is there's my one marker, you know, that, yeah. uh, and, and so if in this moment I can give glory to God by showing what I've been able to learn 
as a result of being made this way in his image and likeness with these gifts that are able to comprehend these things and not comprehend these others, mm -hmm. well, then so be it, you know, and, and then to take that same approach to all the other tests of life, to continue to remind myself, I'm made in the image and likeness of God. That's why, mm -hmm. that's where I draw my value. Mm -hmm. I draw my value in Christ, you know, and, and so uh, I don't have to prove anything outside the the great proof that God's blessed me with mm -hmm. life. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all in from there. I don't, what mm -hmm. else do I need? You know? Yeah. Um, I, I lastly want to ask, um, how would you encourage any students to pray if, um, you know, they've been working really hard in a class or towards a certain goal, um, for post-grad life or whatever for, for a long time. And it's, it's not, coming up the way that they would like um the grade is not looking good or um this dream or goal that they've had is is, is not looking good how would you encourage them to pray um through that yeah a uh, great question and i, I don't want to trivialize it uh, but i i'm reminded of one of our friars uh, 16th century uh <laughs> joseph was his name of the small from the small town of cupertino mm -hmm. who was one of our saints in, in our order that we look to, he's the patron saint of test takers. And his life was, he just was not uh, a very intelligent, very bright person, but he wanted to be a priest in the worst way. And uh, in those days, the comprehensive exams, you only got one question asked, and he could only study one answer out of the, all of the zillions of things that he could have been asked. And of course, that's the question that he gets asked, mm. that he's, he's ultimate, he ultimately passes the test and hence, you know, becomes the patron saint of test takers, but uh, <laughs> after the fact, certainly. But um, what's interesting is you could think that's the rest of the story, but the rest of the story is his life mm -hmm. as a friar and as a priest was nowhere near the the glory of that moment of passing the exam. In fact, it was quite different. It was quite different than maybe even what he expected. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, it was riddled with challenges yeah. that uh, he would not have asked. And so my point is, when you begin to realize that what I thought I might be able to accomplish, I may not be able to accomplish, that's, you know, that's most of the world. Mm. That's most of the world. Mm -hmm. And um, can we not become complacent by saying, oh, well, that's just me, but rather say, um, okay, Lord, uh, I believe that there's holiness, however, in what you have made me capable mm -hmm. of accomplishing, mm -hmm. what you have graced me to be able to do, and whatever that is, I welcome that, you know, mm -hmm. and I know you're with me in that. And I know that's a reflection, again, of your image and your likeness that is good enough, mm -hmm. even if it's not as great as the girl sitting next to me who I know is, you know, acing this exam while yeah. I'm sitting here struggling through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to really focus on the blessings that that God has graced you with, you personally, and then, of course, in your life and the relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really, that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, I think, I think we're going to call it quits on okay. this. Um, <laughs> Exam testing. over? Ex the exam is over. over. You That's have right. passed. Celebrate, yeah. Good answers. <laughs> <laughs> a, a solid A, not A plus, All but right. yeah. I got something to work for yet. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you everyone for joining us for another great episode of Friarside Chats. Uh, I want to encourage you to email us anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. You can email me at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Friarside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, and friends of Duke just like you. To learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Thanks, Father Mike. Thank you, Emma. See you guys next time on Friarside Chats. Mm-hmm.